This episode of Ask WYE is brought to you by the X3 Bar. To take your physical health to the next level at a fraction of the time, head over to x3bar.com. And remember, for 10% off, use the affiliate code MOTORCOP at checkout. And now, on with Ask WYE. H-M-M-C. You're listening to the WYE Radio Network. In this episode, Sean Eddy asks WYE, how do you reconnect with family after a long shift? podcast that responds to all emergencies on and off the job. And now here are your hosts, Motor Cop and the Happy Medic. Hey, this is Sean Eddy from MedicMadness.com. As a longtime paramedic and relatively new police officer, I was curious how y'all reconnect with your families when you get home from a shift. Uh, Any information would be great. Thanks. Man, that's... That's a good question. Yeah, that is a, a really good question. And first off, I just want to I want to give some props to oh, the uh, yes, you should uh, Lazy Dog Beer Club for sending me this, uh, which doesn't support the show. No, they don't yet. But, but if this you're, is the if you're watching the video. Cadet, look at look at that weird space color. Cadet blood orange wheat. Um, I don't know. Looks I don't like get a blood it looks orange like grapefruit out of it. juice. It does look like grapefruit yeah, juice. Doesn't taste, taste it. like it though. How do you reconnect with family? Well, MC, if I can jump on this one. Please do. Um, mainly, the the way I reconnect with family is uh, I leave them and I come record a show with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't think that's what they meant by the question. Eh, probably not. But yeah, uh, one of the big things I do, guys, on the fireside anyway, MC, is uh, I'm doing a 24 hour shift, so I have one of the benefits of coming home in the morning. But I've been gone a long time, so there's a lot of stuff from yesterday waiting for me when I get back. And during the school year with the kiddos at home. The best way I can find to reconnect is put on a pot of coffee and help them start their day. Okay. That that really gets me back into the fold. I give them a hug. How was your day? They give me a hug. How was your day? I'm never going to tell them about what happened in my day. The wife knows later to ask certain types of questions. Okay. Like, like the, this is going to take an interesting turn. Uh, what so do you she, mean? The wife won't say, how was your shift? Okay. Because she'll get out of me. Fine. Uh-huh. Nothing. She'll say... Uh, anything interesting last night? Because I always talk to her before I go to bed. Yep. Right? Okay. So she'll say anything interesting last night, which gives me the key to I can either talk about something or not. Okay. And then if she sees me kind of moping around or not able to find something, she'll just say, do we need to talk? Okay. So and, so let me take a, a kind of a caveat here, a right turn from the initial question about reconnecting with family. Mm-hmm. Are you of the school of thought that sharing what happens at work is a good thing specifically with your spouse or do you keep that to yourself and not let her worry about you while you're at work? Let me say this much. Um, All the guys at work that are divorced, do you think that they (laughs) went home and told their spouse everything that was going on? No, I do not. No way. (laughs) So that's one of the things guys is if you, if you keep this job bottled up inside, it will explode and it'll destroy your life. It'll destroy your spouse's life, your family, possibly your job. Um, it's important to share Think Now I'm not going to go to the wife and say, so anyway, we had this guy jump off the third floor floors at the airport are a little different. So it was actually the fifth trying to kill himself. We ended up having to intubate him. We didn't get him back. His insides were on his out. 
I don't go through all that. Yeah, you, you don't need to be that descriptive. No, right. You don't need to get into specifics, but simply saying, you know, I had to deploy my taser today, and it and it scared me a little bit. And just being honest with your spouse, so that when you come home slamming doors and upset, they understand that something must have happened. See, uh, the whole taser thing, because I've actually done that. Right, mm-hmm. I've, I tased a guy that was trying to stab my partner, and it didn't scare me. I thought, man, that was awesome. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, but that's just me. But when, but when you get back, <laughs> your point is well taken. Yeah, when you get back and you tell the the wife, oh yeah, I tased a guy. Her first thought is, why were you in a situation that you had to do that? Sure, sure. But but it's important that she understands not just, uh, uh you know, what comes across the feed, even as a police wife but that she understands exactly where your mindset is on these things. You know, it's, it's funny you mentioned about coming across a feed. I was one of the first officers on scene at a officer-involved shooting where an officer was ultimately killed. Mm-hmm. And I was on scene. Everything was code for. Everything was being done that needed to be done. Everybody was in custody and or no longer with us. Mm-hmm. And I took the 10 seconds and I called the wife and said, hey, bad things are happening. I'm not involved, but I'm here. Start praying. And I hung up on her and I didn't speak to her again for like 10 hours. Yeah. And that can be rough. It was, but she knew that most importantly for her, it wasn't me. I was there, but I wasn't the one hurt. So when you come home from that shift, and one of the things that I, I wanted to talk about, especially on the show here for the fire and EMS guys, is you need a buffer. You need a good 30 to 60 minute buffer, I would say, to leave the job behind and start getting into family mode. Sure. Luckily for me, I have my commute. So I've got an hour where I can either zone out to music or a podcast or whatever, wyeradio.com. Whatever <laughs> it is our show? that I need. Weird. Of course I do. I have to make sure you're, you're producing it properly, uh, which you are, by the way. Strong <laughs> hey, work. I appreciate that. Tell you what, go ahead and have some beer. I will. There you go. Uh, but you need that time, guys, to decompress and to figure out what is it that I'm going to share with my family. What are the details I'm going to keep to myself? And what are the important things that I need to bring home so that the family can still be in the loop on my work life and that it's not a uh, daddy went to the clubhouse again and he always comes back angry. Right, right. You know, I I just finished reading Simon Sinek's Leaders Eat Last and one of the best quotes I got out of it was, and I can't remember it off the top of my head, but something to the effect of, uh, your kids don't respond, or your family, kids, whatever, don't respond to the fact that you're you've just gotten home. They they respond to your your attitude. Absolutely. So clearing 100%. clearing the baffles, if you will, before you walk in there, and that's what I've started doing mm-hmm. is you know going back to my new shift and and or my old shift rather, pulling up in the driveway, and I'll just sit there for like a minute, and I I do music or podcast on the way home yeah. to kind of decompress. But I will sit there with intention in my driveway and say, okay, you're about to open the garage door. And when you do, no idea what you're going to meet. But there's your family. They love you. You love them. So it's time to put on dad hat and husband hat. Mm-hmm. Leave the rest of it behind. And this is the beginning of your family day. The best way to, to really reconnect, going back to the original question, is try to give your family the experience when you come home that you want them to give you when you walk in the door. It's like the golden rule. Right, If right. you want to walk in the door and the kids are mad and the wife's mad and you say, what's wrong? Nothing. What happened yesterday? Yeah, I'm, going back, I'm going back to work. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't want that. You want to find out, okay, what happened yesterday? Anything interesting happened yesterday? Anything I need to deal with? Is there anything on the honeydew list? This, that, and the other. Right. Um, for the fire guys, it's a lot easier, I think. Uh, unless you start getting into some of these marathon shifts. You know, uh, the department I almost went to work for this summer does a 4896 tumble. So that's two days in a row right. solid that you're gone. Yeah, Most I've ever done in a stretch is eight. 
I got paid very handsomely for it. Sure. But eight in a row, I had to actually have the family come meet me, and it was, hi, what's your name again? Yeah. Yeah, good to see you. (laughs) Uh, I just came off of, uh, I worked three in a row, had one off, worked two, I've got today off, and then I'm working the next two. So that's a lot of chunks of work. So it's definitely a different mindset when I come home on how I reconnect with them because it's been two days. And like I said, this morning was a school morning. So the kiddos just kind of wander out, you know. And what is it that on a school day at 7 o'clock, they're just like zombies. But, but, but on a Saturday, Saturday morning, at 6.30, oh yeah. bouncing off the walls. Absolutely. I was that kid once. But, <laughs> but having to do that extra, I mean, I only had 30 minutes with one kid and 40 minutes with the other kid this morning. And they're only going to see me uh, afterwards. But it's really trying to talk to them about... How was your school day? How'd you do on that test you had? And right. remind them that even though I was gone, I was I'm thinking paying attention. about. I'm I was thinking yes. actively about what was going on in your life, and it Absolutely. can't be. It can't be where you know the the wife quick hands you a card like, "Here's what happened yesterday," <laughs> and you quick you know crib notes. Um, but I have seen it time and time again with some of our brothers and sisters that their lives just fall apart because they don't share enough of what's going on. They don't have that yeah. relief valve that. It, hits. And I'll tell you where I learned it was my dad. Uh, he would come home, yeah. and you you knew when he had a bad shift. And typically, it, it was it involved kids, you know, like a Sid's death or, or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And you, you, he didn't go into detail, but he would say, "We lost a kid last night," and that was it. And it was just let let's hug dad time, you yeah. know. Let's same thing. J- you're there is something about the and again, this is, goes back to Cynic's leaders eat last because he talks about. Uh, oxytocin, serotonin, dopamine, and one other that fall, has fallen out of my... Oh, uh, I can't remember it. Anyway, that the physical touch uh, of the hug and, and letting somebody... It's, it's the feeling of love. Mm-hmm. And you really need that in in our respective jobs because, you know, for, for the cops in the audience, people don't call us to see how it's going. Right, they they call us at their worst moments. Yep, and we get drawn into that. It's so easy to get sucked in the vortex of negativity. I mean, mm-hmm. going way back, that's why I started the blog in the first place. We've talked about this at yep. length. Same with mine. But it, but it was yeah. cathartic to to vent and and do that. And it was, it's just another avenue to get rid of all the crap you have in mm-hmm. your head. But when the wife walks up to me, just puts her hand on my shoulder. And says, I love you. Or when I walk through the garage door and the kids stop what they're doing. It, it's few and far between. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they will literally drop everything they're doing and scream daddy. And they, all three of them run at me yep. and envelop me in a hug. Man, that is how I reconnect with family. Mm-hmm. And if you walk through that door to those hugs, sour, oh, yeah. angry. You're going to taint um, it. You let somebody get under your skin. They are going to recognize the rigidity in your body. Yep. They are not going to get the same response back from that. Yep. And that's, that's what that has to be. That, that physical connection has to be two ways. Yes, it does absolutely. not work one way. You ever get yeah. a hug from somebody that's not a hugger? One? Oh, dude. I, I have a friend who has a spouse that is not a hugger. My mm-hmm. wife and I are huggers. Mm-hmm. And she was just like I was forcing her to drink yeah. something putrid. Mm-hmm. It was bizarre. <laughs> yeah. So now imagine that response is um, your kids. Yeah. That's not and good. That is, that is not good. Not so, good. So reconnecting with the family on the EMS side, um, first thing you need to do, and it's, it's not as much on the fire and PD side, but EMS side, you need to be clean. I don't want what True. you wore at work 
your boots, your shirt. No, I'm going to say it's, that's the same for for PD. When yeah. I come home, I bring the bike home. All that stuff gets, you know. Yeah, all all of it needs to stay garage. at work or in a bag and go straight in the washing machine on hot, whatever, because you're, you're going to bring all that nastiness back into the house. But it can be difficult a lot of times uh, at PD, EMS, you're working nights. Yeah. Your family doesn't work nights. Yep. They're on a completely different rhythm. So yeah. I can't a even. human schedule. I can't even begin to fathom <laughs> how it would be trying to reconnect with your family when you only see them for a little bit and then they're asleep when you're gone yeah. and they're yep. you have your weekends when you're sleeping. Yeah. yeah you, that's it. Whatever that's your all you have. quote unquote weekend happens it, to that's be. That's true. That's yeah. true. Well, we were just talking the other day at work. When I started, I was working swing shift with Tuesdays, Wednesdays off. Woo. Party time. <laughs> right? Yeah. All the cool things but happen Tuesday night. I can only imagine the best thing to do is sit down with your spouse. Uh, maybe it's this once a month when you're doing the budget. Because, sure. of course, you guys are doing a budget. Yeah, You've listened every, to us long every enough. Every time you get paid, so it might be twice a month. Um, but you're sitting down, and you just say, you know what? This too shall pass. One day we'll look back and say, remember when we worked nights? How did we ever make it That's work? That is what the wife just says anytime my schedule ahead. changes. She, here, here we go. Here we go. This is how I suggest handling working nights, guys. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> my wife always says, we'll make it work. You know, we'll we might work. as well let let's let's announce it on the uh, on the podcast. So I, I've made the decision to test for sergeant now. Excellent news. If if I pass and if I do well on the oral interview and if I get promoted, these are all a lot of ifs, right? Mm-hmm. I if may the end up. Align. I I may end up having to work weekend graveyard, and that's gonna suck on ice. Yep. I am not looking forward to that. But I've got just about three years until retirement mm-hmm. that they, it's going to go stand by on quick. your head for three years. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, or I won't be on graveyard for three years. I mm-hmm. can, uh, I will be able to get a different shift, yeah. but we'll make it work. But now I, cause that's what first responder families I wanna, do. I want to put you into that, that mindset because we talked about, you know, I talked about uh, the working the nights and you're talking about coming in the door and daddy. Well, now you're leaving for work. At dinner time, maybe you're yeah. missing the evening meal, which is yep. very important in our home. Absolutely. That's where we we have our family discussions. We talk yep. about our favorite part of the day, what yep. what inspired us, what bummed us out. Um, but now imagine yourself with your family the way it is, and yes, your wife is going to say we'll get through it. But how do you tell the MC let's we'll get through it when it's daddy? Why do you have to go? They're old enough now to get it. When I was working a lot of overtime to get out of debt, the MC lit number one. When I, she would ask me when she go to bed, Daddy, are you working overtime tomorrow? And the mm-hmm. answer was usually yes. And she would end up in tears. Yeah. Uh, the other two were like, whatever, I don't care. Because yeah. <laughs> they were too young. Uh-huh. But now it's an anomaly if I'm working overtime. Yeah. I think that I could use that story to connect with them and help them realize that it's just a small portion, right? That Daddy's going to be sleeping on the weekends. That's why I have earplugs. Mm-hmm. And our connection time is going to be that Monday through Friday. And that's where it, you it'll be out, fine. That's where you set out the expectation that, that our family days are changing to these other days. Yep, absolutely. Uh, we've yep. always talked about it in public safety. Christmas is not December 25th. Yep. Christmas is when you celebrate Christmas. Absolutely. It might be the day before. It might be the day after. It might be a, a week couple later. hours yeah, who on knows? the third. Yeah. Who knows? Yep. But so long as your family understands that that's just kind of how it works and you go into it with the understanding that that's how it's going to work. You're going to be fine. And that that's really the key is is communication. I think you could you could sum up all of this how do you reconnect with family with one word communication. communication. 
That's it. Mm-hmm. Be honest, be open, and be will- you have to be willing to compromise. You know, something that the type A's that, that are first responders or, or in the three do. disciplines that yeah. we excel at, hashtag mm-hmm. sarcasm, right? You've got you to knock that out. Yep. You got to knock it off. You have to compromise. You have to see things from your spouse's perspective, from mm-hmm. your kid's perspective, just as they should see things from, from yours. yours. Yep, a protected version. So I think I think that's I, I put up on the sign here, MC, yeah, volume one. Oh, volume because, one. Okay, because I had I had another answer, but it's we're getting late. Uh, yeah, we're in getting the day here. we're getting late in the day. Uh, volume two definitely coming soon because yeah. this is a, a Pandora's box. Absolutely, of it's, absolutely. It's kind of like um, why be a cop. It's like, well, how much time do you have? It, yeah, you know? yeah. For the ask, the ask WYEs are typically shorter than our our, our usual episodes. Mm-hmm. So I like the volume one. We'll get to volume two at uh, some point in the future. Yep. So until then, guys, don't forget to subscribe to uh, What's Your Emergency Radio wherever it is that you get your podcast. Be that iTunes, Spotify, uh, you know, wherever it is, guys. Go in there, subscribe. If you can rate the show, please do so. Leave a comment. Let us know what we can improve. If you're enjoying the show, uh, just like the 29 perfect five star reviews we've got on iTunes. I checked this morning because mm-hmm. that's just how I reconnect with my family. Again, I ignore them <laughs> and I check out uh, WYE Radio. If you've got a question for us, just go over on the sidebar of our homepage at WYERadio.com. You'll see a little blue tab with a microphone. That's our speak pipe. It'll record 90 seconds of audio that goes directly to us via email. There's no recording, editing, compressing, send it, nothing. Record your question, Piece send it out, give us your name, your location, or make it anonymous. If you need to vent, vent. Yeah, absolutely. We'll to that, that's what we're here for. We're, yep. We want to help you with whatever emergency you are facing. So until next time, from MCPD Studios, this is MotorCop signing off. Mr. Justin Short, the happy medic. We will see you uh, on the next go-round. Cheers, game.